Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode, the penultimate of season two, number seven, The Audition, written by Liz Sarnoff, directed by Alec Berg. I gave this episode a 9.6 out of 10. I enjoyed the monologues, despite how much on a personal level, I despise the people that are giving them. I thought the Noho Hank situation turned in a way I wasn't expecting. And the Gene Fuchs Barry situation is definitely coming to a very definitive no turning back point. And I am eager for the finale. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, Popping Stitcher, I tunes apple podcast is what they're called now spotify go down to the rainy section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for barry or any other show that i do blackercouch at gmail.com let's begin with sally who is acting like an obtuse valley girl at her agency gersh meeting with the mics as she is explained that her story is relevant not that it's good not that it's moving that it's relative with the me too movement with women empowerment with the women's empowerment movement the men are interested in cashing in on her own personal tragedy and they have scheduled her an audition with producer Aaron Ryan. Well, I'm not saying using your own personal pain for art isn't exploitive. It is. But it's a part of the art process in some capacity. And I'm saying this as someone who writes on occasion. That part of that is is opening up and infusing some of your own authenticity to the work in which you are creating but b let's be honest when you get into the business of entertainment it's everything it's exploitive exploitive because it's the it's the manner of the business in which you are in one of the mics says shit fuck one of the movies has caves so he needs to leave the meeting barry meets this michael in the lobby who has heard of barry from Lindsay, and since he has a movie crashing and burning and he is six foot tall he offers him an audition based on word of mouth and height juxtaposed by sally who had to do the actual work to get anyone where she had to open up about her own personal pain to get anyone interested in her even though just when you feel some empathy and i do feel empathy a lot of it for sally's situation or just the the way in which life is unfairly positioned in the entertainment business but these are also things that are pretty much put up on shiny neon lights when you start going down that road and i'm not saying that excuses anything but her continued surprise by it 
is i'm not sure but then she falls right into it like i'm getting the benefits i deserve there's a lot of self-inflated ego when it comes to sally which makes her very livid when she finds out that barry got an addition himself with her agent's boss he is auditioning for a feature he keeps calling it a movie all episode which is bigger than her thing so she can't even bask in her own accomplishment and happiness despite him not wanting to talk about his own you know one up on her career move she's livid as they drive in the car back because he skipped five rounds of callbacks and is automatically in front of the director yet can't remember her agent's boss's name fuck your couch nigga <laughs> buy another one you rich motherfucker fuck your couch nigga fuck your couch while it was not as hilarious with sally it was with gene when he tells him i got an audition it's like what are they reading extras now it's like no that's so funny sally said the same thing gene is just as incredulous he got an audition four scenes he sees the weight of the script he just can't believe that he's one of the leads he very casually announces that whereas sally could possibly be one of the leads and he has a line with on every page and with the title in it which they can't cut so he is guaranteed to be seen on screen meanwhile noho hank and his fellow chechens are led onto a bus in chains with that treacherous accordion player giving them somber theme music as cristobal ignores hank's cries for reconciliation sally meets with aaron who has a show in mind about abused women because he wants to do something relevant and real three women who find each other and support each other after their abusive situations only for them to decide that their exes need to die and on the way find other women for revenge you've reached your limit on talking shut the fuck up he even went as far as to put it's that time of the month for revenge on the poster despite sally being ambitious she isn't quote ready to sell out and passes on the offer and the man that would not even let her finish the sentence and i don't blame her i really don't because she also had to sit and and deal with his obnoxious personality because if she were to just walk out of the room and not at least pretend to be interested in the offer and respectful despite his disrespect he has the power to blackball her which is the worst actors are heavily exposed to being taken advantage of but especially so if you're a woman i think harvey weinstein weinstein whichever you prefer broke up that you know he 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 brought out that can of worms 
long held in hollywood and after the slap from the oscars it's very clear what kind of club that hollywood is which is why i don't want to subscribe to or even hear about such an award show again in my life because i see the cult of personality and it's ugly everyone including her agent lindsay can't believe she thought she would have the credits to turn down this offer have you seen your reel you put together my reel Lindsay at least got what she was saying like she wants to be seen as a genuine artist even though it's this all of a sudden roundabout she was throwing herself up against the wall to see what sticks and now she has a sense of morality because she wants to be the face of a movement of some kind she wants to use her own platform for her own stepping stone it's not something i don't i don't see as an evil act i think that many people selfishly use a lot of their own particular um experiences to propel them forward for whatever personal or financial or uh professional reason but it's never what and necessarily um how sally says things it's it's well it is how she says things but it's also the very deeply conceited feelings she has that she's pretty much oblivious to as flaws in her persona but her agent was correct when she later came back and said she should have basically supported her gene helps barry with his jt character whose girlfriend cheated on him and thus the entire movie is trying to get the guy to eat a pie that he shit in oh that's nasty oh they're so nasty in a cruel sense of irony jt eats the shit his own shit pie he asked gene to read a scene with him or be a scene partner he's like of course i'm gonna go there be there with you it's like yeah we're gonna meet with the director you mean the director's assistants no i mean the director whose cock did you suck in your former life <laughs> gene wonders as he can be this bad an actor that lands this big a gig barry is so happy gene is a scene partner sally later on doesn't want to hear barry or practice his lines or support him just wants him to listen to her insecurities about the rawness of her play the fear that she will be judged i'm against nudity unless it drives the plot forward <laughs> Y'all heard that she throws out that sam may endanger her if she goes forward with the with the play she's being uber manipulative here the difference being that barry is i think he's accustomed to her in this manner and thus really does move forward letting her get the feelings out but all of those little seeds have already been planted he lets her plan he she knows he'll ruminate it on it later but it all but it doesn't stop him from going to this audition which i think is is part of it too because it's a it's a sense for control 
but it considering she comes from an abusive relationship you know she also is emotionally abusive but barry is also an assassin <laughs> or former assassin so it's almost i can't say that she deserves him or he deserves her one way or the other but it certainly means something to that to attract those type of people in your life but listening to her rant was pretty pretty horrid as she goes on and on about her commitment and it's like oh i wonder if this is the right thing to do maybe i'll be the face of a movement even though my story is not unique from any other women's story out there i mean there are those who've had it worse but basically tells him the script is absolute garbage and that a feature is a movie and that she deserves what he has because she's a way better actress and has been doing it for longer then ends with this i made you uh, I think the fuck not, you trick ass bitch. She talks down to what he's doing, saying, I'm an artist. This isn't art. Like, you're just shit. How dare your acknowledgement, even though it is a shitty play, there's no denying that. But still, for her to say, I'm happy for you and I hope you get it, but it's going to make me insane. She really said this is going to probably affect our relationship if you get this part. And it kind of puts it in his court on whether or not he's going to go through with the the audition. I'm glad that he did, but man, this was ugly. This was uh we've seen Barry do some ugly stuff, crimes, but on a on a personal level, this is ugly, but you don't have to stay with this person that's the difference you can't bring anybody back from the dead when barry kills you (laughs) barry's training pays off for the chechens as they escape their fate of being barbecued alive on the bus they take out the bolivians or the burmese maybe they use both all led by maybrick who unmercifully murders the traitor accordion and now everyone has chosen him as their new leader. Hank is a little oblivious. He does admit on the bus as everyone is escaping and he didn't even catch on to the fact that they were escaping and needed to be rescued himself that he is an ineffective leader who should probably be an optometrist or ophthalmologist one or the other instead of head of a criminal criminal syndicate because he's just too nice he's too polite and they have lost faith in him it's like i'm gonna show i'm a leader by getting an uber once i get a signal Lindsay chastised for not seeking up for her client has decided to push sally's agenda commits to working harder and supporting her real artistic side which includes the rest of the cast being able to tell their stories in front of the audience of high professionals that she commits to get into the audience for her play 
everyone was listening and they were so damn happy because she has to agree she's like what about the mics don't worry we'll we'll figure that out like basically if you can get success if you can bring success to them then they will get on board all they care about is money they even have a real auditorium in which to show it off tomorrow in the play i don't know how barry's gonna come through with that considering his situation barry at his audition gets a call that gene is with fuchs playing a detective to lead him to moss's body but barry thinks he means to kill the man mayhap he does considering how we end this episode and get barry uh, i guess set him up for moss's murder but is fuchs a killer that's the question barry immediately caves too like i'll come back i'll work for you i'll go back to cleveland just don't hurt gene and he's like no you don't you disrespected me you told me i I was shit i don't have any cards to play and i can tell that you don't fucking want me in your life you you made that very clear during his audition he does not give a fuck which seems to impress the director uh what was his name jason something i don't remember particularly because he's six two he runs intending he runs out gets in his car drives up to the cabin intending to stop fuchs but it's too late because fuchs is angered to hear from gene who speaks of barry very highly says that he's a new person since he came into his life that he's been a father figure to him and he's very proud fuchs in a jealous rage is committed more than ever to turn gene i thought against barry but no it seems he intends to set him up for moss's murder forcing barry to heal and that actually makes more sense he takes him directly to moss's car and reports the crime in as gene himself saying i killed her he takes him to open the trunk lifts the gun to his head but all i could think of is poor gene they ask you how you are you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand baby was hurt he was so hurt that gasp once he saw it really was her i'm glad they didn't show her decomposed body like that because that i mean that probably was rough that was rough all this time and just as he thought he was getting over it like oh i'll never know i'll never at least i could still have that hope that she's somewhere injured and will come back into his life sometime but fuck me the fact that he's been she's been out there alone all this time that's gonna eat at him damn and it just reminds you too like oh my gosh you want to root for barry so much but then you recall the pain he has caused even to the people that he claims to love so much and care about so much so uh i don't know how this is gonna end but we do know that barry has a temper and he's been keeping it in check i think this entire season i'm not sure if he's going to be able to continue to do so once i mean if he can i don't think he's gonna kill gene i hope not i'm gonna say for right now he's not gonna uh, kill gene but this definitely means war for him and fuchs 
what is fuchs gonna do how is he gonna protect himself against barry what else does he have up his sleeve guess next episode we'll find out until then peace hair grease and black girl magic